You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple Podcasts. and right now we need all the uplifting we can get so five star review on apple Podcasts would be just spiffy for us right now Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, because following the latest news for the Lakers, it is truly appreciated. (sighs) Insult to injury, my friends, because not only did the Lakers lose and and lose in an embarrassing fashion, 122 to 105, never were in the game once Denver made their run in late in the second quarter. To add that was the fact that Anthony Davis tweaked his foot yet again. His Achilles started to swell up. He's going to get an MRI tomorrow. That's the latest news that we have is that Anthony Davis will be going an MRI to see the extent of any damage, but seemed like it was just almost non-contact. He didn't turn over on anybody's foot, just basically tried to push off on the floor, and that's all she wrote. Stumbled off the floor, limped off into the locker room, and unfortunately, any chances for the game to go back the Lakers' way went along with it as the Lakers once again lose 122 to 105 in embarrassing fashion and horrible defense. This basically, you can start there and end there. Defense that the Lakers have shown as the number one defensive team in the NBA. They must have left it in Los Angeles because they certainly didn't show it tonight. But here today to talk about the game, fully in a little less painful fashion, are two great guests indeed. I'm going to go ahead first with the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com, who was about to tell me something before I went on air because I told him that not only did I have a bad Valentine's Day because someone sneezed in my general direction two feet away at the local supermarket, and no matter how many masks that I have, I'm still scared out of my mind I'm going to be dead in two weeks. He's here today to cheer me up and hopefully bring some good news, even though he's vaccinated and I'm not yet. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom, you lucky dog. You're vaccinated while I am sweating bullets. Well, you know, it just depends on, on how good the vaccine is and what your, what your, how you, how you handle yourself and put yourself out there at risk. Um, I actually get my uh, second shot in two days. I got the Pfizer and it's basically only 50% effective after the first shot. Um, my wife just got the, uh, uh, the other shot, that is supposed the the Moderna, and that's supposed to be 
80% effective after the first shot. So that was good to see. But, you know, it's, Gerald, it's just one game. And you're a young, healthy guy. You'll be okay. Trust me. I'm 51. You, double, you had double mask. <laughs> you had a face shield on. You've been extremely careful and diligent. And, you know, karma karma looks good upon people who do that. That's right. You got to count I, on that. You got to count on that and you got to stay positive. I told you I've got the protectors on, double mm -hmm. masking. He, you know, fortunately he was masked and coughed, you know, sneezed into his, his mouth in his hand. But, you know, still. Well, hopefully he had an N95 it. on and, you know, and no, uh, that's what you could do. Um, gentle mask on. You so, know, it, it's um, funny. Uh, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a story. Let's get back to the game. I wrote a story in article <laughs> for Lakerholics.com. And uh, I said there were three things that the Lakers need to trade for before the trade deadline. One of them was three-point shooting because even though we've we've continued to win games, our our we've dropped the the amount that we're winning games has dramatically reduced down to the point where the last three games we had to we had to come back from twenty down twice, and we had to you know and 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 in our seven-game streak, we're shooting twenty-nine percent from three. You aren't going to win in this league if you can't shoot your threes. And tonight was a perfect example. We lost the shooting match at the three-point line by 39 points. Now, I don't care what you do as far as dunking the ball, uh, as far as points in the paint, as far as other defense that you play. Um, we did win the battle of points in the paint, uh, which was our one of the other things that we're guilty of, which is allowing – the fifth worst percentage in the league at the rim. Um, but you can't win a game when you lose 39 points at the three-point line. Um, the second thing I said, in addition to rim protection and three-point shooting, that we absolutely have to make a trade by the trade deadline, is we need a third superstar. We're going to end up playing the Brooklyn Nets, I'm convinced. And when you play the Nets, we're going to be down – we're going to be playing three superstars against two, two superstars against three, or one superstar against two the entire game. And we saw how it's going well to be one superstar against we, three. We saw we how well we played with just one superstar the last two games before Anthony came back the last game. And the Nets can take an injury to a superstar. It's one of the big advantages of having three of those guys instead of two. Is you get an injury and you still got two guys out there. You know, there's a silver lining to this thing. Uh, first, you got to hope that Anthony didn't hurt his Achilles bad, but the way he was walking and so forth doesn't doesn't look good. Um, he's going to be out at least for a good portion of time. Our best hope is that he won't be out for the season. The silver lining is that I think it's going to force the hand of the Lakers to make a trade. Uh, Caldwell Pope is just really not playing well. And we don't have anybody who's really an elite three-point shooter that we can count upon. And that's a, that's a, so you need to, you need to find somebody that can help out LeBron James at this point in time, because we're going to wear him out and we're going to give father time the accessory he needs to hold LeBron James down, because this is going to put a lot of pressure on LeBron when you don't want to put the pressure on him when he's 36 years old and, and he's got to carry a team that can't shoot, can't hit the broad side of a barn with their shots, 
They can't get open for the shots. The offense is stale and stagnant and everybody's standing around and counting on a great pass from LeBron. You've got two starters in KCP and, and Gasol who are just plain terrible and aren't going to be able to, to contribute anything at this point in time uh, without some sort of miraculous turnaround. And as much as I say that this is just one game, um, I really felt going into the game that it was very worrisome to me that we've got three major areas of concern and things are starting to pile up and you're starting to see a trend that you don't want to see. Um, and what really brings everything to a boil, so to speak, uh, is Anthony Davis's injury. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed, Laker fans. Let's hope that AD's just out for a week or so and that it's just a strained Achilles. Um, but, you know, from a guy who's torn two Achilles tendons, my left and my right playing basketball, man, I sure hope that this is not a torn Achilles. And I sure hope that AD will be fine because if he's not, the Lakers are in a heap of trouble. That's correct, my friend. But we'll know after the MRI on Monday – but also here to talk about today's game is the man who might have to be taking over podcast duties if I die in a couple weeks. <laughs> I hope we can laugh it off here in a couple weeks, my paranoia aside. He's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out. I know his five great things aren't going to be so great after this game, but he is going to go ahead and keep you updated on what's going on. He is one of the main cog members of the facebook group lakerholics and also a key member of lakerholics.com but he's the one that drops a lot of stuff on the lakerholics group so please be part of that facebook group today it is jamie sweet and jamie you have to be very concerned if you're a lakers fan right now oh yeah no i mean the way that he didn't move after he shot the free throws the way he walked everything about that entire Kobe walking off the court didn't it you know, actually, it reminded me more – all of this reminds me more of KD's Achilles injury and in that KD had the sore calf, you know, he had the sore leg, chose to play – you know, and KD's – you know, that's, that's, the, that's the NBA that's the NBA finals. You you push – you try to push through if you don't yeah. – if it's not torn. Or, this isn't the NBA finals. I would not – I mean, when he first had the sore area, I was hoping that he wouldn't play until after the All-Star break, that they would just say, dude, get it right. And I don't expect him back until after the All-Star break at this yeah. point. Um, it would be, I think, barring he wakes up in the morning and is like, well, I feel great. No big problem whatsoever. Then mm -hmm. then there's just no reason. Uh, there's no reason to mess with the end of the season. It, it, he's missed so many games at this point, and he hasn't played well enough to this point that he's out of the running for any award that he might want to really go for it or whatever just let it go dude like it's not important yep. uh your leg is important the team is important in exactly that order uh and everything else will fall into place after that if you put those two things first so i hope everybody uh associated with this scenario is being smart i hope that it's the least worst case scenario it, it's already bad you know the you know the Nuggets steamrolled us. I mean, as I kind of expected, uh, I don't remember in my predictions if I had this tag for a loss. I think I did. Uh, I think I actually have us tag to lose back to back tonight and to, uh, against <laughs> Washington uh, coming up. So uh, I I, uh, I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong on the Washington front now. But without AD, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, just, uh, basically the only thing that matters in this game, you know, we can talk about how the game went south. It was going south well before AD got hurt. 
uh, I thought, just in terms of our energy. Just, you know, it was weird. Like, we played a great first six minutes, five minutes, and then everything fell apart. So I'm now I'm off the bad start train. I, I'll take a bad start if it means we play great for three other quarters. So, you know, I, this team is a, is a mystery to me this year. You know, there's, there's, there's guys who, there's guys who I, you know, who played harder last year. KCP played harder last year. He just, he played harder last year. I don't know what's going on. If Dwight Howard was his best friend, I thought he and Howard had good synergy on the court. Uh, He just looks, even like when he tries to go fast, he just doesn't have any sort of basketball plan in mind. I I watch him and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on out there, man. And it feels like it's beyond a slow start at this point because we're coming up on halfway through the season. Like where it's not a slow start. It's a, it's a bad season at this point. So right. uh, I, I've always paid KCP for a slow starter. Uh, I think traditionally he does start slow, takes about 20 ish games to get going 20, 30 games. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, I just don't see it happening. Uh, he doesn't look like he's moving right. And I, I, I would love to trade him. I just don't know who's going to want that player uh, for the amount of money that he's making. So, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of reciting him. I wasn't uh, opposed to it. I just was thought that there could have been other things we went for, but it is what it is. He's on the team, and I want him to play well. Uh, I just I, I, I don't see what it is that can get him going at this point, other than him. I mean, it's one of those things where if he, if he's going to stay a Laker, like, let's get him going. Like, let's make it a point. And that's kind of on the coaches a little bit. Like, let's make it a point to f- run some plays where you free up KCP for his kind of shots. And he's a great elbow jump shot shooter. He's we great... don't do that for anybody on the team right now. There's no coaching on we offense. We throw the ball to LeBron and everybody there's, stands around. There's no coaching on offense except for every out of a timeout or off of a off right. of a dead ball scenario. Then there's like a little bit of a play drawn up, and that's fine. Our I, our our offensive philosophy is: what is LeBron going to do for 18 to 20 seconds with the ball? Mm-hmm. which is usually dribble in a stationary place for about 12 of those seconds. Right. And then throw it to somebody else. And that is just not going to work. And, you know, everybody's talking about this winning streak. I thought this entire winning streak outside of the game against Denver, which I believe is when it started, uh, we've been playing with fire in every single game. Yep. Uh, not Denver. I'm sorry. After we lost to Detroit. Um and that, but I, I just feel like we, you know, your your point about three point shooting, uh, Tom, was spot on. Uh, you're not gonna winning in the NBA at a sustainable rate, shooting twenty nine percent from three, uh, is it's just it's <laughs> no, not possible. That, that it's, it's not certainly po- not sustainable, and we proved that tonight. Yeah, it's not possible. Regardless, it's not of, possible. regardless of the injury, you know. Uh, no, the game was winnable after the injury. The game was yeah. very winnable after the injury. Uh, guys, yeah, just didn't the guys we had on the court. I mean, I just, again, I guess it, it comes down to, can a coach, what, what is a, I mean, he, he sticks, you know, Vogel switched to Kuz. So Kuz started the second half, which I kind of expected. Um, and Kuz then he basically, Kuz had a great I game. I, I thought I had a good game. I, I think Kuz and LeBron had good games. Uh, I thought Alex Caruso had a good game. Other than that, I don't think anybody else had their type of game. I, I, I mean, there's just a lot of issues that I see that have started to creep up. I mean, when it comes to three-point shooting, a lot of guys are running off the three-point line when somebody has created for them a wide-open shot, uh, and they just got to let it fly. That's and confidence. That's, 
that's just that's, confidence. And that's like Den- I've seen yeah. I've seen I've I think I watched Dennis Schroeder do that at least twice. I watched THT Morris do did it. it a couple of times. I watched THT do it at least twice. Morris and Matthews did it at least twice. And and those are, I mean, even if you're not making them, that's 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 the shot. That is the you shot. Have that, that you shots. have to take those shots. And it, and everybody, fan, smart fans. Definitely the coaches, if they're good coaches, and your teammates are all going to live with those wide-open shots. But when you get the wide-open shot and then drive the ball into the teeth of the defense, you're blowing it for everybody. And there's just been a lot of that uh, 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 over the last, like, week or so, 10 days. And those are the things that I feel like that's 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 the coaches who got to correct that. They, and it hasn't been corrected yet. And so, I, you know, I, I – here I am, like throwing the coaches under the bus after this. Just this, this today, I, my fifth, like my fifth five great thing was, no, the coaches are doing great this year. Right. I love the I love the coaches. Well, I don't love them tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Well, and, uh, you know, and, and, and lastly, I'm sorry, lastly, Gerald, I really want you to live. I, I, as do I'm, I. As do I'm, I. I'm pulling for you, man. I think you know if you need to share your vitals uh, through a web app, this is a this the, this is a good way. You know, we can we can we can make that happen. So, uh, I but I, I believe both in the uh, I believe in Laker Tom's power of karma. I'm a big advocate of karma myself, and I, I, I like your chances. I, I listen. I'm only a few years behind you. I'm going to be 47 this year. Uh, as I've been joking since I was 28 years old, or I turned 28 years old, I'm halfway to dead. Uh, so you know, we're, we're just we're gonna make it. We gotta make it. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. The thing about the- I'd like to be not halfway to dead. <laughs> I like to be one. Well, I like to be halfway to dead. I'm I'm about ninety percent. No, every so. year the key is to say it every year, so that like when you're in your twenties, people are like, "Boy, you are such a pessimist." Halfway to dead? What? How? You only gonna live to like 54, 56 But now that I'm coming up on forty-seven, when I say halfway to dead, I sound like an optimist. It's just a solid life philosophy that never changes. It is a great personal running joke. As as Tom would say, "Glass half full, glass half empty." But the glass is always full of reality. All right, Tom. So I know you got some closing thoughts. I do want to go before you closing thoughts, before we head on out, I do want to report Mike Trudell's on Twitter, the Lakers sideline reporter. He has reported that Frank Vogels talked to AD at halftime. His spirits were good. Quote, Davis felt like he tweaked and re-aggravated what he had last week, which is a tendonitis issue in the Achilles area. They're hopeful it's nothing serious and they'll wait the MRI tomorrow. But he said his spirits were good, which was, I think, the best thing that we can take out of this at this time. 
Good. Yeah. Good for that update. Thanks, Gerald. Go ahead, Tom. Um, you know, it's half of me just has to say that this is still just the regular season. And the other half of me is, is sort of honing into what I was writing about today and, and a feeling that we need to make changes. We need to make some changes. I know Frank is, is always been one like he, I mean, I, I must have prayed a hundred times during the regular season last year that he would make a change in the lineup, and he never did. <laughs> Not through the whole entire regular season. And then he chameleoned himself into the greatest coach in the world in the playoffs, and he made every single change that he needed to make as he went along. Um, I don't think that that's going to be any different this year. But I've reached my limit on Mark Gasol. You know, I think that we need to make a move there. And I've reached my limit on KCP, you know. So I'm sure that, you know, at Lakerholics.com, people are going to be just seeing how relentless Tom becomes when he gets convinced of something, you know. I will find a million and one ways to say the same thing over and over. Okay. And I'm not going to apologize for it because I'm right until I'm wrong. That's my attitude and that's the way that I roll. But looking at the big picture, you know, uh, this is good news that, uh, that hopefully it's, it's a strain. And, and basically the problem hasn't been, from what I understand from reading the articles, it hasn't really been with the Achilles tendon itself. It's been with the sheath of muscles that are above the Achilles tendon that he's strained and that's which is calling causing a burning sensation but the burning sensation is not on the back on your Achilles heel you know where the tendon attaches to the heel it's a burning sensation that's sort of on your the, the forearm part of your leg if you will but did you see him earlier this evening when it happened he looked like what he was grabbing was the back of his foot which is that's what really concerned me well it's the it's that sheath in the back it's that sheath up above it's the muscles that go over on top of it um, cause I read, a, I read two or three different articles about what the nature of that injury was. And, and, and the big concern was, is that a sign that you have a tendency to tear the Achilles tendon? And it supposedly isn't, it's, it's an aggravation that's painful. It doesn't really matter what, what it comes down to with the Lakers is it really doesn't matter what happens in the regular season, because we have a good enough team to win regardless of where we start in the playoffs. And we have a good enough team to win a lot of these games with just LeBron James. My big concern is that when we play the elite teams that we're going to have to beat, meaning the Clippers, probably from the West, and and maybe the Jazz, because the Jazz are playing better than, and they're shooting threes like crazy. They're shooting 40 or 50 threes a game. I mean, and the Lakers with their and, ma- and, and making about 22 of them. Yeah, with the Lakers with their 26th ranked 33s per game average. You know, I mean, you're going to have to shoot like 80% in order to keep up with these teams who are shooting 45, 53s. But it's also a matter of playing the defense and, and preventing good looks. You right. Nothing's going to stop you in, in today's age from preventing them from shooting three-pointers. It's the kind of three-pointers that they're shooting, the open looks. Jokic looking like he can go and build a campfire before he shot one of his yep. threes was disgusting. Well, you know, we made one adjustment. We made one adjustment. I saw Frank in the first quarter after they had a couple of open threes. He came out and he doubled, he doubled uh, Murray. 
right out of the timeout and it was a turnover. We never did it again. We yeah, never did say, it. We, we did it one time. One time. <laughs> and our whole point is that it's really hard with Gasol out there to be able to do that trapping, hedging, and rotating defense because he's too slow to get out there and, and challenge the shots and then still get back and protect the rim. Um, and, 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 like, and like I constantly read about, you know, is that you're not a stretch five if you don't even take one three a game. <laughs> you know, I mean, what kind of, you don't have any gravity if, unless you shoot the ball. You well, took, took three tonight, made one. Yeah. Well, this is something Jamie and I had, had already told you about. And yeah. also, Sean, give him props. You know, I'm hoping he'll be on the show back soon. But he had really pointed out him in the bubble looking very, very old. And we were all concerned right. going into it. You were the. Well, I was the one hoping of the that beacon, it was just beacon the of hope. No, I yes. was hoping it was just the bubble because there are some guys that it was just the bubble. Unfortunately, there's also some guys that the bubble just happened to be when he first started to lose it all. Uh, right. I was going to say, like, Gasol's definitely showing his age this season. Has been showing his age, I would argue, pretty much since he got to Toronto. Uh, you know, he, well, he never... He, during the championship, he, he played well. Yeah, but he was he was still not on the floor in crunch time. Yeah. He was playing the JaVale McGee role already. Quite a better player. I think there's a chance we could trade him to the Knicks. Gasol would be a good fit for the Knicks with their drop coverage. All Wait, Thibodeau uh, ever plays is drop coverage. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. I mean, Thibs Thib would love him. He can and, pass. Yeah, he can, would love he, him. And, uh, he does everything but score. And he's we could get Nerlens Noel for him. And, and oh, you get a veteran that's perfect for that team. It's on a two-year no, deal. Get, get, get Julius Randle, who's leading the league in minutes under well, Tom Thibodeau. Right I wouldn't now. mind listen. Julius Randle was in, in my article. I think that. I, I love Julius Randle. I've always he, loved Julius Randle. He'd be a good small ball center. He's shooting 39% from three. No, he's playing great this season. Yeah, he, uh, he might he might not make that All Star team like I want him to, but he ought to. He deserves it. No, um, but I think that they have to they have to make some moves because, yeah. First off, other teams are going to make some major moves. You yeah. can't stand pat. You just standing pat is not how you're going to win another. We're not going to repeat standing pat. We're sure not going to threepeat standing pat. So you, no, you got to uh, make some moves, and this, you got this, some, you know. Do you think this team could get out of the second round in the West, as is? As I'm, not is. So, I'm not so sure. I, oh, I'm, I think I'm, that we. Oh no, I think we'd make the West Finals with no problem, as is. I mean, I assuming AD is healthy, assuming AD is healthy and LeBron is healthy, if they're both healthy and playing to their potential, we have the best two players in the league, and we yeah. have a great and we have a great defense. The problem, I think, comes playing. Two seven game, two potential seven game series in a row to win the West Finals and the championship against teams like the Clippers, who are shooting forty six percent from three, are shooting forty threes a game, and either Philly or Brooklyn, who have three superstars and or two superstars. You know, it's and those two teams are going to be. You know, Philly is going to try to improve their defense and are going to try to improve their center situation. They're going to make moves. And and there's no doubt in my mind that the 76ers are going to be very aggressive too. They're feeling revitalized, you know? I would still trade Gasol for Howard straight up. I would do it without even thinking twice. Excuse me, but Dwight Howard and (laughs) JaVale McGee are absolutely not the answer. 
Dwight Howard has way more foot speed than Gasol does. We're not going to change our defense and go back to, you know, the answer is AD at center because once you get into the playoffs, AD is going to play center 50, 60% of the time. We hope, but hey, man, he's 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 struggling to play fifty percent of the games right now. You know, struggling to stay on the court right now. Yeah, he's struggling to stay on the court right now, and has a good history to get a third superstar, man. Or just I mean, to pull, you know, like you said, there's something to be said about you know everybody talks about there's only one ball, you got to have defense and so forth. But the one thing that we know in this league that you see over and over is that. When it comes down to big plays and so forth, great offense often beats great defense. When That's you're talking true. about a superstar player, and when you've got three offensive superstars like Brooklyn does, they're going to outscore you at least two or three times during a series, a seven-game series, I think. It's going to be hard to hold them down. We don't need a third superstar, but what we do need is at least an all-star for a third player, somebody who can, who who can contribute and who can basically hold his own for a good portion of the time when he's on the floor against uh, Kyrie and KD or KD and Harden, you know, or Harden yeah. and Kyrie, you know, you, you need to have some balance there because you can't play 48 minutes with LeBron and you can't pay 48 minutes with AD. AD will wear down and LeBron at some point in time, father time is going to have an effect. I think he's had a little bit of effect at various times this year. It's just LeBron's great conditioning. And the fact that smarts can make up smarts and experience can make up for a lot of lost athleticism and a lot of lost physical ability as you get older, you know, LeBron's perfect proof of that. He's, he is a better player right now than he was five years ago. And that's an amazing thing to say about a 36-year-old guy versus maybe in his prime at 31. Yeah. Um, but we need help. And, yeah. and I don't think the Lakers are going to – I think the Lakers are going to be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why we got all these guys under contract, man, because teams that cannot lure free agents, the only way they're going to get good role players – good players that are quality starters in, in this league very often and uh, is to trade for them, <laughs> you know, get guys who are on a contract. So, you know, they, they, you know, you, you're not going to see Contavious Caldwell Pope demand to be traded away from some team or Kyle Kuzma demanding to be traded away. And that's the same reason why I think beginning on the 19th that they're going to resign Dennis Schroeder. You want another payer that is basically Somebody that you can trade on that March before the March 24th trade deadline. You can put together two or three of those players and maybe they'll have to give up Taylor Horton Tucker and Taylor Horton Tucker uh, as the, you know, as that draft, he's the first round draft pick that we're going to give somebody. Yeah. I, you know, I, it might be a reason Dennis Schroeder doesn't sign that extension until the summer because maybe he's uh, doesn't want to get traded to team X. <laughs> You know, and but then well, it's still it's still it's an expiring contract. Most of those guys will take the money first. Well, if, if, it's not was, a lot of money. I mean, his max is only eighteen something. So. You know who's a, you know who's a genius? Ad's agent for locking up money this summer, as opposed to well, let's see how things play out this year. And he not locked up that deal, and he would have been looking at less well, money I, yeah, just because of the killing concerns. It was COVID. COVID. Uh, the COVID think, reality is, you know, how, who knows where the 
BRI. Who knows what the BRI is really going to look like by the end of the year? By the end of the year, I think it'll look all right. I mean, they're already letting people in stand. It won't yeah. look too no, much I, worse than last season. As long as we can handle the the new variation variants that are coming out, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean basically, the pharmaceutical companies. You know, if if I was a stock market investor, and I'm not. Now's the time to invest a lot of money on anybody who's got a good COVID vaccine because they sure. got they locked that up for life because this is going to be giving booster shots every year. Now drop, dump your money in Johnson and Johnson uh, stat because <laughs> I think theirs is going to be dominant. Anyhow, I you know I I know we had a it was a bad game tonight. You know, first bad, game. Bad I feel like I feel like not every not team's way, way I wanted to end Valentine's. I feel day. like every team's first time in Denver is a rough one every season. You're, it's the first time you're in the altitude. You're run, they're running you into the yeah, ground. Isn't there a movie about they're, that or something that sounds like. Ah, Sure. It's probably a Stallone yeah, movie, but he was climbing on some mountains. You know, we shot abysmally from three. We put them to the line a bajillion times. They outshot us from the line. They, Yeah. I mean, in a way, this seemed like a payback game. This was the payback game Denver had been wanting to give us since the playoffs. And it was coming. You know, they're too good. They're too well coached. Well, they have too they much had, talent. They had like and they're just going to. hardly played who were raining threes down on us. Um, yeah, we let a five foot two guy uh, destroy yeah. us, or, you know, or however tall yeah, Kapatsu. Five nine, he was five eleven. Whatever, I don't believe it. I think he's two feet tall, and that's I'm sticking <laughs> to it. But uh, you know, it's going to happen as long as AD's all right, and as long as if AD's all right and he's right for the playoffs, I think the Lakers could do well to just add a big body, just add a big body, even off the waiver wire. Uh, I don't know that we'll get a lot. Uh, no, I mean, not, when you start, gonna make a big, they're going to make a big trade. I don't know if they are. I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying I'm against it. I'm saying I don't think happen. that that's going to happen. happen. Take my <laughs> word on it. It's going to happen. Okay. okay. I, I will just say make, this: as a man listen, who I like really think, just like summertime, I told it really you, ought to be called the Lakers. They're going to make major changes to the roster this summer, and they did. And they're going to make major changes to yeah. the roster again. At the trade deadline, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I you don't remember so. that. I, Jared, I, I, will you log that, please? Uh, it's logged on Facebook. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, all, I, yeah, for all I, eternity. I, yeah, for well, until uh, <laughs> Facebook gets shut down. Until Facebook gets shut down, right? <laughs> log, it for, log it until my next prediction. All right, uh, one of go. many, one of many. But yeah. guys, it's been great. This conversation, I guess, has tried to cheer me up, and it almost did, even though I had an extremely bad day today. Carol, you you look really healthy today. Yeah, let's say that two <laughs> you weeks look healthier from now. than I think I've seen you look in a long time. Let's see that. You're hopefully, thinking there for a while. But would you? Would you? Would you? Would you who would you trade for Malik? There, and... Tom. Who would you trade for Malik Beasley? I do like Malik Beasley, but I mean, he's a head case, but like you know. I really think you need to have, I think you can kill two birds with one stone in the sense that I think you need to get a 40% volume three-point shooter who's a superstar or at least an all-star. I mean, everybody wants that though. I mean, that's, that's yeah. like saying, that's like saying, God, oxygen, oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. <laughs> we have some good assets that we can offer people. I'll be surprised if a big deal gets done. I wouldn't be surprised to see like a Malik Beasley level deal. My dream no, would be to get Buddy. My Ellington, dream would be to get Buddy Hale. Really see a Wayne Ellington, a Merlin Noel. Those are sure. those are two very affordable players. 
and I think I think that those are reasonable situations that you can do. But I also think you could see a, you know, you may, I think you could see a Victor Oladipo deal. I think you actually might even see a Victor Oladipo and PJ Tucker deal. I think no, that's a very don't want PJ Tucker here to the Lakers. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. Don't want PJ Tucker here. No. Got, volume. Yeah. No. You want you want high percentage, high volume three point shooters because that is the proven recipe. But Oladipo is not a proven. Oladipo is not a proven. Twenty nine percent three point shooting is not the recipe for LeBron yeah. James to win. That's what Oladipo shoots. That's what Oladipo shoots. Yeah, I don't know that Oladipo yeah, fixes any of our yeah, issues. Yeah, he does not fix any of the issues that you're dealing with right now. So I know you like Oladipo. I think he's a fantastic player, and he's he, a great. His defense is solid. But former All Defensive Player. But like Wes Matthews, you know, everybody who's had an Achilles quad injury, I'm like, you got to prove it to me that you can do it for a full season and do it consistently the way you did before you got hurt. But because otherwise, it's like the Isaiah well, Thomas situation or the Wes Matthews. Sometimes you have to make the those deals trusting that you've made a good judgment that your doctors understand the situation because that's why you can afford to get them i can only if i can only deal with one barely playing superstar per per <laughs> it's got to be somebody who can play that's all i'm saying you know oh people's missed already missed a ton of time this season uh it, it does you know we don't need another guy who's like oh but my leg like, he's a very affordable no. he's a very affordable potential superstar well, he'll probably be very affordable. He's an elite right, defender. He was. 32% shooting right now. 32% from the three-point area. Yeah. 40% from overall. Those are not impressive numbers. Those are someone that's going to no, take... That, that means that you can get him for a price that's probably a lot less than, let's say, if you were going after right, Zach, but, Zach, for example. You're not going to get Zach Levine. But is it a great but thing to go out and get You're going to have to give up Tucker, Schroeder, and Harold right. to get Zach Levine. They're going to want that for Oladipo. Is it a great thing to like go out and get like a bad car because it's gettable? No, like you let the bad car go. You don't want to deal with the bad car. You don't want to, you don't want to. There's a difference. No, no, there's not. It's like, like, you're not going to do that for a Honda. But I'll take Markin and Levine for that. For Ferrari. Markin and Levine for that. Oladipo is a Honda right now. Oladipo is a Honda right now. You're not going to imagine. PJ Tucker is not. turn into Hondas. No, and, P- and PJ Tucker is still six five, so that's yeah. not going to help you at all inside. So well, you know, we can get you know what we can no, get Capazzo. We can get Capazzo to play our stretch shooter. five. You put him in the corner, and he's going to make almost he every takes, single three he takes. But he only takes three shots he takes a game. Three a game. He's he, you're basically getting a shorter version of Marcus All. He's six feet five. He's Tom. not. He's no. I keep. I keep it, Mark. He's. He, yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, well, you keep uh, Mark. We're gonna lose. <laughs> uh, those crazy. Those well. Those crazy we'll Laker Tom trades. They're still out there, but it is. <laughs> it is at Laker Tom on Twitter, and then Jamie's ideas. You know, getting rid of Markeef at a drop of the hat and all that stuff. I mean, you're gonna hear him on five great things. Whether you think they're crazy, Jamie or never trades anybody. We, oh, I would trade. I would still have Dwight Howard and Javale McGee at center. If Jamie, no, nah, I don't. I didn't want us to keep. I didn't want us to keep Javale. I wanted to keep Dwight. Only Dwight. Uh, I I think that he's mobile and well, athletic Dwight enough. Asked, to Dwight asked to come back and and Rob said no. Uh, I, I would like to see. I would like to hear Rob's version of all of that. I haven't heard anything Rob ever said about that. I, I, we only hear like what Dwight says on TV. And well, that's, Dwight said. I accept the contract, Rob. 
<laughs> he's he's well, no, I think he got I think he got bad info from his agent, but it doesn't matter. It does, it's not he's not here, so it doesn't matter. We we should we should just move on. It's Howard uh, under the bridge here. Water under the bridge, Howard under the bridge here. There you go. Back and the Lakers ain't trading for Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee. No, no, Trust not. me on that. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. All right, guys, we've got to cut it off from here. It is, again, Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com and Lakerholics on Facebook. you got to go ahead and follow that group today, plus check out the conversation, which is always free-flowing, and it'll be more free-flowing with the injury to AD plus Laker Tom and Jamie going back and forth on prospective trades. At least Laker Tom is trying out there. He's trying to go ahead and see what they can do to have a great fit for the Lakers. We not may necessarily agree. In this, oh, you like my last trade, Gerald? But I don't like this Oladipo trade. Sorry, I can't hang <laughs> on it. This one, uh, yeah, cannot do that with that. But again, love you it or hate it. Don't know what we're given for Oladipo yet? I don't trade. I don't trade Gasol for Cousins straight up. There you go. Well, Gasol, 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 no, Gasol for Noel. No, I don't want to. I don't like Nerlens Noel. Kuzi, uh, Noel's like the fifth ranked best defensive center in the league. He's blocking like 1.6 shots per game and 1.0 steals per game. And Boogie's know. not there yet. Boogie is obviously not there. He's only had. I don't know why. I, I've never. I've, he's he's only like had two. one Boogie game. Two he games. Can defend two on games. the perimeter. I know. I know. I just love Boogie. Enough with uh, these stiffs. All of these stiffs that you want can't even I want, guard anybody more than five feet from the uh, rim. Well, let's see. I just like traditional centers. You know this about me. Yeah, but we're not playing a we're not playing a defense that calls for traditional centers who stand and who who will not let anybody get closer to the rim than them. And yet we signed Marcus All. Well, we signed Marcus All for his. <laughs> we signed Marcus All more for his offense and for stretching the floor. And for his passing, we didn't sign him for his rim protection. That is in fact, the truth of the matter was he was the last possible guy we could get when we didn't have a center at all. We were in desperate mode at that point in time. He was well, not on the list earlier. You know, he, we were looking at other guys that signed with other places before we looked at him. Well, we'll let you, we'll let everyone know out there. Prize, it's called. Well, we'll let everyone know out there. Consolation prize. What's going on with AD? We'll give everybody an update tomorrow everybody on Lakerholics. For AD tonight. Lakerholics.com and Lakerholics on Facebook. Please go ahead and support those two places today. And we will be back on Tuesday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're at Minnesota going to the deep, dark cold. So it gets colder from here <laughs> as they go ahead and head on over to Minnesota to face off against the Timberwolves. 
And we'll be back after the game on Tuesday to go ahead and report it to you. But before we head on out, Jamie, what are you working on at Lakerholics.com? Oh, not, not again, Admiral Akbar. Not again. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mean, I, we, you know, we'll see. I, I have, I hope we got to, we got to bounce back. And uh, Minnesota is a great place to do it, but it I'll might be a, a trade for you, Jamie, for uh, oh, fantastic, Dwight, Dwight and Javale to come back. <laughs> I no, I don't know. I don't need Javale. I just want Dwight. I think Dwight would have been a perfect center to pair with Casal. Had we signed like a Nerlens Noel or anybody like that for the minimum, that would have been fine. But we didn't. I don't think Tibbs wants to trade Nerlens Noel, for instance. Uh, I think he loves him. I think, well, I, the, I think those two might have a little simpicato. I, I doubt it. Tibbs does not want his center to go. He wants to play drop coverage. That's what the Knicks do. No, I know. And they're doing it well. Anyway, I'm working on five great things, you know, being cantankerous on the blog like I do and, uh, you know, going to going to get to another week here of uh, hopefully good basketball because the All-Star break is coming up. We're only like 10 games out now, I think. So about two and a half weeks, I would say, uh, before the All-Star break. So hoping to see the schedule for the second half of the season come out soon. I think the Lakers are going to be in good position uh, for the second half of the season because team hasn't missed any games due to COVID. Some of these teams that have missed five, six, you know, coming up on double-digit games. I, I don't know how they're going to make all those games up. I, I don't they know have, how you're going to They'll that, end up doing a percentage thing. So that's going to be interesting to see how teams that played the full slate have to, like, what? Like, it, could hurt, you know, it, could hurt, it could hurt the teams playing the full slate. I agree. I think it's going it's to be like one of the – situation, you know. I agree. No, all of that's going to compound. It's kind of unfair and, with the play-in tournament mixed in there, too. I think you should forfeit those games personally, but that, that won't happen yeah. because there would be hue and cry uh, from the other from the from the rest of the NBA. So, uh, all of that's going to be very interesting. That's that's what's interesting to me right now. Other than the health of number our second number one player, Anthony Davis, and our podcast, and our po- yeah, and the health of our podcast hosts. So those those are are my three uh, things that I'm worried about right now. So pray for Gerald and pray for AD tonight, folks. There, there we go. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you back here. We'll see you back here Tuesday night, right here on the Lakers Fast Break <laughs> podcast. There you go. Podcast. podcast. I, I, I was going to say this guy should be this guy. Right yeah, here he might have to. He might have to. But thanks again, everyone, for listening to us right here at the Lakers Fast Break podcast. <laughs>